0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the Fix Squad. The Fix is in.
2: I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You got it. Real hip hop revealed that it fits. Pure you can feel it in mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own
1: risk. Got em. Beach balls and light, giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiment's
2: exactly everything that we do. Clutch. Another reason to turn the you up. Shit. Know what we said on. Set the ground with me there. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now, now that of reach. We gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art. The shock. with it, keeping the bees so on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. JJ James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers I promise Santa terrain. Here love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we taste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock the thin for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak. So tell me whose face do they see? Repeat, take offense, take offense judged by the fruit from the tree but if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek so tell me whose face do they seek the yes sir you're now tuned into the fix your source for faith infused hip hop RB, and poetry it's your boy dj focus checking in
1: it's your girl dice gamble in the building mm-hmm.
2: we made we we, we we made it we we we're on tuesday already dice. listen
1: thank god monday is over Ooh, that monday is a beast it's a beast monday.
2: Monday is rough Monday is rough but the Lord always has the greatest coffee for me on Mondays on Monday <laughs> the, greatest the coffee always tastes it, it's the greatest it tastes the best on Mondays better
1: on Monday I've never heard anything like that that's hilarious yes that's funny
2: we appreciate you rocking with us kings and queens listen you already know we're live right here on uh, Holy Culture Radio Sirius XM mm-hmm. channel 154 and of course, uh, our mission here with the, at the Fix Radio shows to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Stop playing, y'all! Know we got a hot show for y'all again today. Listen, nice. We we, we we you know we're we're rounding up uh coming to the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, so. I thought it was yeah. only right that we have a couple more conversations about mental health today. So that's our real talk topic for today. We're going to talk about, you know, a little bit about, uh, you know, self-esteem, um, depression. Um, you know, we're just going to have a mental health conversation. So, you know, this, this will be our, uh, uh, how, how does Preston Perry say it? Jesus and therapy uh, conversation today. What's <laughs> yeah, your
1: boy, uh, Kevin Hart? So excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's exciting. You know, yes. It, I mean, we want to erase that stigma, I think you know, of talking about mental health. Trust me, we're going to be talking about mental health after this month is over. So (laughs) don't y'all get excited that it's like almost the last week of May (laughs) because we're going to keep on talking. We want to to be helpful to our community and we want to shed light on all these little stigmas and fears that we can help erase. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to talk about mental health today. Focus, honestly. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we're on it
2: yeah i am too as well and listen we do have a a special guest that's gonna hop on the line with us too as well who is a mental health therapist um ayana johnson so uh you Mm -hmm. definitely want to keep it locked for that exclusive interview too as well and of Mm -hmm. course you know we got tons of new music this music is dropping so quick dice we can't even keep up with it we're trying to keep up with it
1: (laughs) man so we got we,
2: we got new music playing today too as well but listen Turn your radios up. I pray, uh, Kings and Queens. If you're getting ready for work this morning, mm-hmm. come on, let's have a mm-hmm. great, productive day. If you're already riding in, uh, get to work safe. Uh, love on somebody today. Uh, that's the day we all are. We're always about positive, positive vibes here on the fix. So make sure mm-hmm. you're trying to do the best you can to show the love of Christ each and every day. Even the ones <laughs> you know that it's kind of you know, mm-hmm. you know.
1: You Even know. the ones that what? Even the ones that what? <laughs> you know, guys.
2: Nice, you know, what I'm saying we 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 we've, we've worked in the corporate America. And we know sometimes,
1: yeah, yeah. Who,
2: the um, enemy will try to tempt you to, uh, you know, <laughs> well,
1: go off on somebody at the job. Yeah, don't do it. Don't
2: walk you away. do it? Don't do it. <laughs> walk away. I, I promise you. Walk away. Show them some right. love. Show them some compassion.
0: Right. You know.
2: And if yeah, you if you know. if you miss that mark today, listen. God still loves you you get a chance to do it again uh, uh on wednesday what
1: would you say you might you might be fired but god still lives
2: <laughs> just like, just listen, listen listen that's the that's the honest truth dice you know we <laughs> <laughs>
1: You might have to clock out early, but God still loves you. Okay. Yes,
2: okay. Yes. <laughs> listen, we're gonna get some music going right now, get y'all revved up a little bit. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the
1: fix is
2: in. You tuned back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. DJ Focus and Dice Gamble, right back at it again. And listen, Dice, we are blessed to have a uh, a faith-based speaker, uh, a mentor, an author, and an entrepreneur and uh, mental health specialist on the line with us right now help us welcome in ayana johnson how you doing sis
0: hey i'm good i'm good thank you <laughs> it's welcome welcome it's mental health awareness month so it's um it's, it's really good to be on here to just bring awareness and you know just introduce myself to the world on another level through this amazing platform <laughs>
2: Well bless, you. well, bless your life, bless your life. Listen, uh, can you share a little bit of your faith story with the people, maybe how you kind of develop your relationship with Christ?
0: Sure. So um, my journey, I didn't grow up in church or anything. It wasn't like the typical, you know, you grow up, your mom tell you to pray um, when I was age. 17 I was pregnant with my son in high school and then a year later his dad went to prison so his dad got sentenced to 20 years in prison and so during that time I found myself like really like looking for um validation in the world so I would like be in the strip clubs and you know dating all types of men and you know just doing all types of things like trying to find love because I didn't feel like I had it anymore since my high school sweetheart um left and then I was also confused I was a child left to raise a baby by myself. So during that time, to make a long story short, I just decided one day that I'm going to put it all away because I was high in the room with some friends. We were taking ecstasy pills at the time. And there was somebody in the room that was like, you know, we can die off this pill. We don't know what's in it. So I was like, hold up. I'm not about to die. And I heard a voice um, in the back of my mind, I kid you not, like saying, are you ready to die? Are you ready to die? So I'm like looking around the room like nobody else heard that voice. So I went pill in through the the in the toilet. And so um, at the time I was living with some friends and we had like a picture of God in the living room, but nobody really talked about him. You know, that's just not the lifestyle we were living. So um once I noticed that that picture was actually God, when everyone left the house, I got on my knees and I lifted up my hands and I was just like, look, they say you save people like you save lives save my life. Like I don't want to live like this anymore. Um I can't, you know, somebody's got to break the chain. Every man in my family has been to prison. You know, I I never had any direction when it comes to that within itself. So I was like, I'm raising a boy. So I need you to help me raise this boy because I'm making decisions that's going to leave him in prison. So as I started thinking of it like that, then my life changed suddenly. I started going to church. Um, I started getting my son actively engaged and involved in church. I changed the um I changed my background as far as the people my environment who I was hanging with who I was giving my time to. I used to like smoke cigarettes. I would smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, and it's like the Lord just removed the taste out of my mouth. Like I couldn't even smoke a cigarette anymore. Things just start changing for me drastically. And since then, I've just been on this journey. And one day, the Lord was like, "Look, I'm calling you to work for me fully." Um, I was working for an airline. I lost the job in 2011. And from there on, I've been working for myself. I became a mental health therapist. I went to college, got you know, got my degree in therapy, um, became licensed, did all of that, and now I. Um, and then at that point, that's when I started writing books. I wrote my first book, um, *Ruthless*. During that time, and since then, I've written four books. Been working as a mental health therapist, going around, like speaking to tell people the importance of mental health, like bringing that awareness in corporations and colleges. And then on the flip side, I've been um, doing my nonprofit organization, Resembling Roots. So that's kind of how my journey started. And I'm absolutely nothing without God. Nothing that I do, I don't include him. It's just it's just my way of my way of life. And I don't know anything else at this point. What did you learn When you
1: got out of school, like, was there a difference of what you thought you were going to be doing or how you were going to be doing it, you know, or or was it exactly what you thought it was going to be?
0: So obviously any job or any career that you um, pursue, there's like a blueprint to how things, you know, this is how you do it according to the book. But once I started getting into the field even more, I realized how, number one, severe that my title is as a therapist, I realized how much I'm needed in this world. And I don't think I acknowledged that at first. I think I went initially because my desire since I've become a woman of God, like my desire is to see people become the best versions of themselves. So that's just one avenue I wanted to take by becoming a therapist. So absolutely not. While I was in school, I never thought that it would be so um, needed. <laughs> Number one, I didn't think that I would have to meet people where they are, the way that I have to. I've learned to like not personalize, number one, but also um, just meet people where they are. People are really struggling out here, so I think my mindset in total has been to really love people um, from where they are versus going according to what the book tells you. Like, well, if they're you know dealing with this, then you deal with that, but that's not always the case. So mm. that's
1: good.
2: Well, that's a, that is good. So I, I, I'm curious to know. Can you talk a little bit about your healing process? Because you said a lot when you first opened up with your faith story and everything that you had battled. Like, okay, so I I understand you went to school, but even before you went to school, when did you start your healing process? Did you go to some form of therapy, some form of counseling to get yourself whole from, you know, past relationships? You talked about, you know, some of your family members being incarcerated. Like, did you ever take a time out for you to get the therapy that you needed to heal?
0: Oh man, I don't think I will. I would be able to operate as Ayanna Johnson today if I didn't take that journey. Mm-hmm. And I tell people how important that is. Like I think we live in like a world of like, gotta go get it, gotta go make it happen, gotta go. You know, everything is like microwave. But I really consecrated myself for like three years um during the time I was in college and told myself like yeah you got a lot of stuff that you need to work with so absolutely I worked with a therapist but I was very intentional also about like waking up in the morning going into my closet and like meeting God there crying out to him trying to understand my identity and I think because for me like I've always knew I was beautiful on the outside but I didn't always feel that way and which is why I birthed reason in the roof, but I will get to that. But yeah, I I had to figure out why was I chosen to have a baby by a man that went to prison? Why? All my siblings, they they have, you know, their children, their fathers were present in their lives. You know, why was my dad in and out of prison? And why did I choose a man like my dad? Like I had to really like dig into myself and dive into myself. Like, why do you find your identity in men? If you think you're so pretty, why you got to do that? Like I had to like really deal with myself and be honest and real and sit there on somebody's couch and cry it out and cry out to the Lord in my closet and journal and talk to him and just find myself. And so, yes, that was a very prominent time in my journey.
1: That's good. Listen, I know that there's an event coming up in August that you
0: have something to do with. Can you tell us a little bit about what you have going on resembling ruth is my organization resembling ruth is inspiring women to live with purpose in christ by exploring their internal and external beauty again it goes hand in hand with the story i just shared with you about my journey um i think it's so important for women to know and understand and identify that beauty within and allow it to correlate with the external beauty so this conference is the title if she was created for this so whatever your journey is, this conference is really highlighting like sis, whatever your journey is, whatever God has called you to do. Like I was created for this, like the characteristics that I have, the, the generosity that I have, the confidence that I have, like all those things that I have, like it equipped me to be created just for this lifestyle. So um, really tapping into your experiences, the things that you've dealt with in life and, and claiming that lifestyle.
2: So uh, can you speak a little bit to if you would, you have the opportunity to speak to somebody who thinks they don't need mental health um, awareness or not even mental health awareness, but need a therapist or somebody to talk to? What would you say to them?
0: Someone that
2: feel like they don't like, like like they don't. I feel like we all need therapy in a sense. That just just my personal opinion. I think we all deal with different things, and sometimes we don't know how to handle them. So if we don't have either a pastor, a therapist, some type of somebody to uh, share uh, that experience with or talk that thing out with, I think a lot of times that's when we do toxic stuff on the back end. So I know within our culture. This is one of those things where mental health, you know, if you go talk to a therapist or you go talk to somebody about some issues that you might want to keep in house, you know, you people just feel like they don't want to do it. So what would you t- say to somebody who maybe be struggling with being able to communicate some of the things that they're going through in life and, and, and wanting to come talk to a therapist? So I would
0: say, like, think about like the danger and not doing it. Because you don't really, you, there's no like real growth in life if you don't really work on yourself. So I think that, you know, just kind of reminding them that therapy is just like put in place, just like a doctor is. If you go to a doctor and your leg is broken, you're going to get your leg fixed so you go walk. It's mm. the same with therapy. You're going, you're going to a therapist. You got to get your mind right so that you can succeed. You can prosper. You can live out the will that God has for you. You are stuck. If you don't, like you're stuck. So I think also I would tell them like um, how important it is to go to a therapist that have the same beliefs as them, because mm-hmm. sometimes you can book a therapist and they're not a Christian or, you know, they have some type of holistic belief, especially in society today. People believe in an energy and universe. <laughs> I can't relate. So, you know, I think that you should be very diligent in who you talk to that way that you could feel comfortable in sharing that information. but I will also ask them a few questions like to make to kind of help them to understand why they need it. like the danger in in, in it is like if you think you are dealing with like victimization where you always feel like you're the victim in situations like no matter what somebody says, somebody do like somebody's always targeting you. like that shows that's a sign of trauma. Um, giving your time, your mind, your body, and your energy to the wrong thing or the wrong people, that shows that you have an inconsistency in your mental health. Like there's something off. If you're constantly going back to the same thing that you know I've hurt you in the past, like you go on to the same person with a different face, right? Mm-hmm. Constant pattern of behavior. Um, a lack of a lack of cognitive behavioral thinking. Um, self-doubt, never feeling like you're enough, never feeling like, you know, whatever that you do, you could have been and did something very successful for yourself and you still don't feel like it's enough Um, for you to get to that next stage so you could feel like you are succeeding in whatever your journey is. You need to talk to someone so they can kind of give you some insight um, on what you're dealing with. And last but not least is if you obviously as Christians, we tend to say we don't do certain things or people try to say, because they're a Christian, no, I don't smoke or I don't drink. Or, you know, if I do, it's just a little bit here and a little bit there. But if you find yourself turning up more than what you should as a Christian, like, you know, and I'm not saying Christianity is just some, oh, religion, you shouldn't be doing this or you shouldn't do that. I've never been that Christian. i never even met God in church. I met him in my house. So I've never been that Christian that follow all these rules. I'm a Christian woman that follows God in my relationship with God but if you feel like that relationship is not enough at this point like and you need to cope with drugs or you need to you know smoke weed to go to sleep are you drinking a little bit more than you used to like just different signs um that's gonna kind of remind you that, that something's off and you're really not as happy as you portray to be. so talk to someone so you can move forward when you're ready you're gonna be ready that's listen good.
2: Ayana we definitely appreciate you uh chopping it up with us today can you tell the people how they can uh, connect with you how they can follow you on all your social media platforms as well as make sure you uh, shout out your event as you have coming up to as well
0: first things first you can follow me on AJ beautiful on Instagram that's AJ beautiful and then on Facebook if you're on Facebook it's Ayana Johnson A-Y-A-N-A Johnson and my website is www.ayana-a Ayana johnson.com Be sure to purchase your ticket. That's for every woman who wants to be fulfilled this year at another level. This is going to be the number one life-changing conference of 2022. You do not want to miss out. Tickets are actually selling out fast. The conference is in August, and I'm looking for it to be booked out by July for sure, because we're almost there. So that's, that's where you can find me. Thank you.
2: Appreciate you, sis. Keep it locked. you tuned into the fix.
0: And the fix is in.
2: you tune tuned back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B and poetry right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, holy culture radio. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. Turn your radios up. You already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're ready to, uh, hop into this, uh, great conversation. You're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble right now. And mm-hmm. listen, we're mm-hmm. talking about Jesus in therapy. Shots out the press of hair. You know, the, I think it says it all. So let's, let's continue to have this mental health awareness month conversation of course like okay. I said we'll we'll have it uh, all year round but yeah let's talk about self esteem for a second dice um yeah. it says uh, the you know it's been said that the primary cause of your low self esteem or negative self image probably goes back um to your childhood and how you were raised uh whether mm-hmm. you were raised by your parents your peers um a lot of that has stemmed from it starts there it starts at the childhood and how you were brought up, and how you were to your point, you know, accepted sometimes by your peers, mm-hmm. it could affect you long term to where you are now as adults adult. So, mm-hmm. when you hear self-esteem or low self-esteem issues, what's the first thing that comes to your mind?
1: <laughs> I was going to say Cat Williams.
2: Lord, forgive me. <laughs> what you, what you going to say about Cat? No, no, say it now. What you going to say? <laughs> no,
1: I just remember in one of his rants, he was like, it's called self-esteem, like, because it has to do with yourself, you know, like it's, it's the way you've internalized, you know, and even though other people were the influence, there's something that happened where you, you held on to it and you believed it in a way that was particularly negative. I don't know why we do that. You know, maybe it is that acceptance thing, like we were talking about a couple of days ago, like just wanting to know that you're okay and that you're accepted where you are. But I mean, let's just be honest. Some people got some. They have some evil things to say, you know, some things that aren't so uplifting or encouraging. There are just people out there in the the world that, you know, they're just not the nicest people, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether they said it accidentally, whether they were truly trying to be genuine. You know, some things just kind of stick with you and um, it hurts your feelings. Your feelings be hurt, you
2: know. So I think, no, I agree with you. I, I think sometimes we... We, we don't look at the emotional abuse that sometimes either we uh, deliver to people or we receive uh, from people. I, I, I used this example before, um, you know, in, in middle school, we used to have a couple of, like guys who would like bully on maybe little mm-hmm. guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of it wasn't physical. Some of it was just verbal. Like yeah. it was, it, it, it's it's sometimes, you know, when you have that verbal abuse with somebody just calling you out your name every yeah. day. Mm -hmm. Some of the younger guys or the the guys who were being bullied on, they started to believe that that's what they were. Like, yeah, he said, I'm a punk. I must be a punk because I because they kind of like idolized and looked up to, you know, maybe this was an athlete or maybe one of the cooler guys per se in school they looked at that like wow i must really be it's such and such as scotty say i'm a punk i must really be a punk mm-hmm. and i've seen people going to depressed states because to your point they didn't mm-hmm. feel like they were accepted from their peers and and it and really uh messed with their self-esteem and also depression and stuff too as well so mm-hmm. This is why I used to um, go around and try to, like, stand up for him. I, mean, I was that guy. I was like, you know what? Why you why do you keep picking? It? This guy ain't did yeah. nothing to you. Why do you keep yeah. picking on him every mm-hmm. day and talking bad about him? You know, he, he ain't did nothing to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never mm-hmm. understood that. Mm-hmm. And I, unfortunately, I, because I was an athlete, um, I ain't going to mm-hmm. say unfortunate. I think it was fortunate because I was an athlete. I was a star athlete in my uh, – in school – I, I ran in those circles to where I could check some of these guys sometimes. Like, man, leave right, this guy alone, right, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah,
1: I, everybody's not going to be like you, though. So, I mean, I, I think the average person is left up to um, the exposure of the world when they leave the house. You know, like, it's it's real out there in those streets. But here's the thing. I, I try to be sensitive to it today. You know, growing up, we... I hate to say we didn't have bullies, but we couldn't have bullies because my parents, my grandparents, my my, my family, they wouldn't let you have, they just, they wouldn't let you have low self-esteem. And I, I know that's a hard statement to receive for people who have low self-esteem, but it was kind of like, I don't know how anybody else was raised, but we were just raised uh, in a way to kind of know your worth or your value. And if other people didn't see that, then you were in the wrong circle. So I'm just speaking for myself. I did have that benefit even though I still had challenges at times when I, you know, got into society or at work or at school. For the most part, my household always talked about who we were, you know, and how awesome and amazing we were. But I think a lot of a lot of children nowadays may not have that positive reinforcement at home. I talk to my husband about this all the time. And my parents, they've always told me they're like there's nothing you can't do. You know, there's nothing you can't be. There's probably Uh, nowhere that you can't go. You know, I've always been uh, talked to in a way that I was made to uh, be empowered, you know, and just know that I was amazing. So everybody hasn't had that experience at all. Some people, their parents didn't even talk to them or they weren't raised by parents or they were adopted or they were foster kids or their parents talk trash about them every day. Like you don't get to pick your parents. And that's something we learned in therapy over here was like, you can have a problem with your parents or you could hate how you were raised or you could hate who raised you or how you were passed around or looked over. But you, you just didn't get to pick. Um, you didn't get to pick your parents or your caretakers. And so you kind of got to walk away from that when you get when you become older and just know, like, OK, they did what they could do. They raised me the best to, of the, to the best of their ability. Now I have to go and really start to grow on my own, you know, so i think that's a that's that's that gray area where people kind of stay in low self-esteem or kind of get depressed where they're like oh you know i didn't have anybody telling me this and that it's like yeah a lot of people never had anybody telling them the right or wrong things to do (laughs) i didn't have that all the time either but um when you get older you can you know you can kind of like reinvent yourself you know or reassess the situation or
2: you know no that's real you you said something (laughs) though um I think it's powerful that I think we need to unpack. You, you talked about how your parents and your grandparents would not allow for anybody to kind of like uh make you feel like lesser That's than right. or, you know, Never. empowerment. But, you know, a lot of people struggle with that whole imba- uh, abandonment who maybe didn't grow up with their both of their parents. Like, yep. I know I know a lot of men. Who didn't grow up with their fathers and they feel that place of like abandonment, like why well, my dad never, you know, came to my mm-hmm. games or mm-hmm. was not mm-hmm. there for me to show me how to, you know, uh, drive, you know, teach me how to drive or teach me mm-hmm. how to treat, teach, teach me how to, um, date a woman. Like I hear that a lot. I have a lot of, uh, yeah. male friends who are my age who like they didn't understand that part of even just being a man, being a provider and a leader into like mid thirties. Just being honest, Mm -hmm. because they didn't have Mm -hmm. a father figure to show Mm -hmm. them that. So, of course, they they did what the streets told them. They did what the music told them or whoever they looked up to. Mm -hmm. Talk about that, you know, a little bit more just because I think some people might miss that uh, understanding of knowing how abandonment can really affect a person.
1: Oh, man, that's a huge challenge. Even today, I think we see definitely with the racial divides, the economic divides, And I know you bring it up often, you know, like it's it's easy to uh, look on the news or the Internet and point a finger and say, oh, they shouldn't be acting like that. And it's like, well, that's all they know, because that's where they're from. You know, like there isn't anybody like one out of three. Uh, black males, their father is in prison, so it's like you know, if, if you know anybody African American or you're in a room full of black people, just count one, two, three, or they, they per- their dad's in jail, one, two, three, their dad's in jail. Just you can do that, and that we're like the only race that you can do that with. So, you know, we already know in African American community, like we're really challenged. And here's uh, a few things from mind.org.uk, you can actually go into depression because of your childhood of course your childhood trauma neglect uh even you being socially isolated or, or constantly feeling alone that can start to affect your self esteem and your your mental health discrimination at a young age you know um you being socially disadvantaged like you know poverty or debt you know not having money not having food not having uh the clothes to wear to school or sh- socks that you know, even match when, when everybody around you seems to have died at a young age, like these are things that can cause you to, uh, start to have some mental, you know, stress, long-term stress in households with domestic violence, drug abuse, um, being homeless, you know, in a foster home. Um, a whole, there, there are a whole lot of different reasons that can spiral you into a heavy mental state you know, and definitely depression and anxiety. And these are things that they just kind of stick with you. If you never kind of like walk through them or have somebody there with you that kind of walks you through them. If you never take the time out to go talk to somebody else other than like a, a family member who was there with you, a lot of times you ain't gonna be able to hash your way through it. You know, you need an unbiased opinion to have a conversation with somebody who they're not going to judge the person you're talking about or the situation you're talking about. They're not going to judge you. They're just going to listen and uh, and give you, you know, some um, some guidelines on how to kind of walk through that trauma.
2: No, I think that's important that you do need somebody who is who will help you through that process. Uh, yeah. My pastor always says it. Um, he says, you want to have people in your corner who can be a heart with ears, mm-hmm. not judgmental just be a heart mm-hmm. with years. I think a mm-hmm. lot of times people are not, they don't feel comfortable enough to have people in their corner that they can express their struggles. When you talk about depression or self-esteem mm-hmm. issues and things that they're going through where they feel like if they express that I'm going through this, they're not going to they're, they're gonna feel like they're being judged. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we do need to get to a place, especially believers. Like, you know, I feel like believers, we should be a safe haven for people and we really should be, a community that loves and accepts people for who they are and help the mm-hmm. process. So, like, for instance, if you have resources or um, you can give some wisdom to somebody who's talking to you, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. give
2: those resources up. Give that wisdom to them. If we be real. So we're going to get all the way. We're going to get all the way real today. Okay. I, I, I really, I really dislike people who feel like they don't struggle with some form of mental health we Mm. all deal with some form of mental health either Mm. at some point in our life or still going through some uh part of our life or we'll deal with it at some point whether it be Mm -hmm. you know like you say we we all have days where we feel like maybe we don't we don't feel like we are if you're a successful business person if you Mm -hmm. you make you don't feel like you make that mark to where you got your quota for sales that day or whatever it may Mm -hmm. be like that can Mm -hmm. get people that that, if we would be real a lot of those people man i'm depressed why why am i my product not selling like i feel like Mm -hmm. it should be selling you know that's a Mm -hmm. form of depression Mm -hmm. it can go Mm -hmm. it can go a lot of different ways and we know with uh people you know using drugs and alcohol to really deal with their demons instead of facing their demons Mm -hmm. they suppress Mm -hmm. it like all right i'll just go you know i'll go hit the bottle today i'll go hit the hookah or you know smoke me a blunt today and you know Mm -hmm. that's not really healthy (laughs) Mm
1: -mm. Mm -mm. no that's definitely it's just numbing you know that we all know substances are they're just numbing i mean until you deal with the root of your issue it comes back i mean it just comes back and you can run you can you can try to outwork it you can try to outpraise it you can try to you know out uh it you can try to out give it you can try to out babysit it like you can you can you can try to do all these other things to mask what has happened but i here's a good indicator if something has really uh, affected you in a way where you know this thing causes you problems, like maybe annually you ha- it comes back up, or every quarter you're like, oh, like you just walk back into this season, it is a whole problem. Like if if if, if you can replay audio and video, and, and it takes you back, like teleports you back to a moment where you wish that moment never happened, you need you need help walking through that it's easy to do you know you just got to pick it and say all right maybe next week I make an appointment to just get a consultation and sit down and chat you know with uh maybe a counselor maybe not even a therapist maybe just counselor who can a life coach you know just somebody who can kind of you can say hey yeah every I'm doing good and then every now and then and I flash back and then it sends me spiraling and you know, and I'm back to consuming things I shouldn't, you know, and I'm trying to, get you know, get it out of my mind. It's like, okay, yeah, somebody can help you walk through that. And people people go to school to help you walk through this. Like people spend time at universities and they travel and they they go sit up under other people who've been counselors and therapists forever and ministers and like, people are here. People want to help. People want to help. There's a lot of help out there too. So you're never alone. That's one thing I have learned is like, Man, the help is there, but you have to get past the uh, fear of oh man, I don't really want anybody in my business. Well, guess what? these people not they first of all they they are obligated not to talk about your business legally, so you could even sue them. but also they they not think they got their own business. so <laughs> it's like they're they not gonna be thinking about your business once you get off that couch and go on home. like honestly, they just want to help you. They love people, typically, every therapist and um counselor. And, life coach like they just love people and they want to see people be better and be free and that's why they're there i mean here's oh this is a good one you can just do counseling and stuff now uh on the phone on the zoom you don't even have to leave your house you can literally go online or on your phone and google and set you up an appointment in the privacy of your home you know in your whole living room each week and just log on and just chat away wow but yeah I listen we're we were talking about mental health, and um it's it's a good thing to have to work on it, you know, maybe not every day, but check in every now and then and just kind of see where you are and even for those you you think you're doing great, it's nothing wrong with talking to people when you're in a good space either. I think that's a stigma there. It's like I don't have any problems,
2: yeah right. okay, no, no, let me know how that work out for you because we all got problems stop it. <laughs> Yeah, the people, you, I mean, you're in denial somebody, for
1: real. you in I mean, denial. It's its like, you. here's the thing. You do your dental checkups every six months, some of us a year, or just one of tooth hurts. You got, you do your eye checkups, you know, you do all your exams, you know, you know, like you, you already create this routine type of life. So, I mean, same thing with, you know, going to service or getting your fill or date night or hooking up with your friends. Like you have all the, you already have a life where you tap in to different things uh types of energy and things you should be checking on concerning yourself so it's like it's easy to just add that one in there and say yeah every couple of months I'm gonna I'm gonna get on a zoom call I'm gonna go check in on, you know go talk to a counselor and just you know if I feel like I got anything going on we're gonna talk about it you know just get get rid of it get light get free that's how I
2: feel about it Listen, you tune into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. (laughs) DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We talking mental health, Jesus and therapy. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. The Fix is in. You tune back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You're kicking it with Mm -hmm. DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, we having that uh, Jesus and therapy conversation. We talking mental health today. Um, we've already unpacked a lot. Um, Dice, I believe you have some uh, references that uh, you want to give to people.
1: I really do. One of the things I've, I didn't want uh, us to skip over was like this show is about being transparent and all that. So I do like when we, you and I, focus, actually share our challenges, you know, so that people know, ain't nobody perfect over here. Like I was sitting here trying to think, like, what has been a mental challenge, uh, a mental health challenge for me? and I will say connecting with women had always been like when I was young the way I was raised was like not intentionally to not trust women but I had a lot of women in my life and my family that they had bad run-ins with women so one of the things I took into my 20s was you can't trust girl you can't trust women you know what I mean like I mean, one day I looked up and I was like, man, I really want some girlfriends, you know, like to hang out with and to kick with, especially after turning 21 and then all that. And I was like, man, why? Why don't I have any girlfriends? Because I'm a lot of fun. You know, I was able to trace it all the way back. Like when I was being raised, like there was a stigma to be very cautious around other women, you know, not trusting them in this area or not trusting them around your man or not. You know what I'm saying? Like it was almost like this thing of like girls are out to get girls, you know, that cattiness, you know, everybody knows, you know, about cattiness amongst women. And it took me a minute to kind of dismiss all of the situations that I had ever heard of from other people because I really hadn't had any problems with women. That had become like a problem. That was a mental health problem challenge for me where women are supposed to be close you know like like we teach each other so much you know like man I mean good grief I can't imagine what all I missed out on you know when I was younger but it it took me till I was older to realize like that's a whole problem and when you hear that so much it affects you and it affected me you know it, it made me react basically I was responding to ways that other people had uh, been discussing around me you like 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 how to be i, I hadn 't had my own experiences just you know having having girlfriends and hanging out and and all that so um i don 't know has you ever had anything that was subtle in your life like something just maybe a way that people were around you and you picked that way up and that wasn 't even you, but you just i don 't know maybe it just you know caught you off guard and you didn't you didn 't even realize you had a problem with that you know or that it was a problem for you.
2: No, me personally, mm-hmm. I think mine's um, pretty much is, I, di- I didn't know it was an issue until about, I would say about two years ago that I struggled with uh, a little bit of, I, I have this thing where, uh, you know, I'm, I'm losing weight, I'm gaining weight, I'm losing weight, mm-hmm. I'm gaining weight. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. me, it was literally um, moments where I'm like, man, I, I really mm-hmm. need to get in shape. I really need to lose some weight. I know Mm -hmm. this is not good for my body i know god Mm -hmm. told me to make sure i honor this temple that he's blessed Mm -hmm. me with and take it to a new level but i Mm -hmm. struggle with the exercising part i just be totally transparent Mm -hmm. i don't like it i don't want (laughs) to do it like i just be totally 100 like if Mm -hmm. i feel like if i can't play sports Mm -hmm. it's not fun so like yeah absolutely if i can go play basketball Absolutely. I'll go play that for two or three hours and run around and get a good sweat. And, you know, of course, burn a lot of calories. But mm-hmm. like getting motivated to go to the gym is not mm-hmm. realistic for me. It's it's like, mm-hmm. OK, it's like mm-hmm. work, <laughs> which it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. But <laughs> mm-hmm. did, that, you, did you go ahead?
1: Did you beat yourself up when you got off track?
2: Absolutely. Because yeah. I know I know for a fact. So that, that's the that's the beautiful thing about knowing who you are. I mm-hmm. know for a fact that I need to address this. I know it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. God has showed it to me. Mm-hmm. I pray for deliverance in this area. Mm-hmm. I walk around my house and look at all the pictures of me when I was, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like I should be. And I'm looking at <laughs> the bear right now like, okay, you're it <laughs> a little bit. You're a little supersized. Can I go back to Slim Thug? <laughs> oh. Oh, no, yes it, That's, that, that's real. It, it's, it's, it, it plays, uh, at times, um, the enemy plays with my mind and it's only because I allow him to do it. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. You have to hold yourself accountable and you have to try to do better and get yeah. better at the things that you're not good at. So, I, I love the fact that I have a supporting wife who's constantly, mm-hmm. you know, she's mm-hmm. she's she's already helped me to start curbing my appetite, eating better. Because mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of my my weight came from just snacking. Like, I'm a mm-hmm. snack king. I love mm-hmm. coffee. I love donuts. Reese's Cups. You know what I'm saying? Snacky. Like, Reese's like stuff. Cups. Yeah, yeah, Reese's Cups. Donuts. You know what I'm saying? Potato
1: chips. Ice cream. Ben and Jerry's. Yes. Rock and road. I eat so much. But. My eating is is oh gosh, I, my eating is way, way better now, um but to your point, I used to over overeat because when I where I'm from, first of all, you had to eat everything that was on your plate, and then second of all, my grandmother used to say, nobody wants a bone but a dog, you need to eat, and so at a very young age. Shots it out to like, for
2: that line. That that was a classic <laughs> line, right there. Listen, I can't Wait even let you minute. go past that. Shots <laughs> out to grandma for that line.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, nobody want a bone but a dog. Like it, it and so for me, I was like, I always had the it, but you know what? We're talking about mental health though. So it's like I get that and I understand that, you know. And yes, a lot of men kind of want a little something to hold on to. But when you but when you when you're thinking oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be able to get a man because I can't, I'm not eating enough. Like it starts to mess with you. the same way that people like are like, oh, I can't eat because I want to be skinny because I think guys want skinny girls. Like, huh, oh, like these little things wear on your soul. You understand what I'm saying? And then you take this stuff into your life as gold, a golden rule. Like, damn, I know I want a bone, but a die. It's so funny because I was I told my husband later on, I said, I don't know what she meant by that because that can go two ways. <laughs> it was like- <laughs> yeah, anyway but um long story short that you that affected me and um I was I was eating way too much man just trying to put on some weight you know to get thick get thick and on up and um that can cause you to have a challenge with mental health because now I'm not eating to just honor God now I'm eating to try to attract somebody you know like I thank you for sharing you know you about you eating and Shout out to everybody who's on a diet. I mean, I am the number one yo yo dieter. I'm on a diet. My diet always starts on Monday. That's the joke over here. <laughs> it's like I'm like, "Honey, you know my <laughs> you know my diet starts on Monday." You know, and now it's just a running joke now because I've kind of learned how to eat for my body type, you know. Um, but no, nah, man. That thing can wear you out. Like you'll beat yourself up, but it, you got to keep it in context. Like it's your expectation and you can't compare your journey what whatever it is whatever kind of deliverance of change you cannot compare that with anybody else like it's not going to be like everybody else because you're different it's only one of you so it's important not to think you can stick to something this way or you can lose this much weight because another person lost that much weight or you can eat the same food they eat it, it's not like it don't work like that
2: it's true. Oh, that's that's real and i think sometimes <clears throat> people get in a depressed state and they mm. eat because they're depressed or stressed yes like i yes. know people too as well if they're stressing out about something they, they'll, they eat. they'll eat they'll mm-hmm. eat so it's like you get the comfort foods to kind of get mm-hmm. you back calm down but like a lot of people too as well if they're depressed they overeat you know mm-hmm. they, they definitely overeat um let me give some uh let me get some stats we, got, we gotta let's okay, people some well, stats let's get into
1: the, yeah come on let's get into it
2: um i know i want to read and this comes from um the mental health world <laughs> organization so you can go to mental health Uh, WorldOrganization.com For these stats (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, They did a survey uh, Over uh, 350 people Globally suffer from depression Mm -hmm. They say uh, global depression Accounts for 41% of all years spent living with mental or behavior disorder. They say 41% of people uh, struggle with depression. 15% of people struggle with uh, anxiety. 11% uh, struggle with drug use or disorders. Uh, 10% uh, struggle with alcohol use or disorders. And 7% struggle with some form of schizophrenia. Um, They say twice as many women typically develop depression more than men although in richer countries, three times as many men die by suicide uh, than women.
1: Good grief. Well, that Those are some interesting stats, but that just lets you know that people you're in the room with, they're struggling. So it don't matter if they look like Halle Berry, Kim Kardashian, it don't matter. Like it's its just got to put in a little bit of work, you know, and mm-hmm. be honest. I think you can't get past any of it without being honest with yourself. Like some people will never sit there and be like, I really have a problem. Like I I, I have a, a family member who they're a rage road, road rage, like number one, like it don't matter how fast or slow a person's going, like they'll blow their horn, they're yelling and screaming and cussing and, you know, move and all this. And um, I, I spent a lot of time around this person, man. And one day I caught myself about to just like blow my horn and try to force somebody to go through a light. And I was like, wow, I've spent so much time around this person that I think this is OK to respond that way. You don't know where people are like mentally, you don't emotionally. So it's important that you're not out here just popping off at the mouth at people in traffic, you know, I mean, because you don't know if you're going to make it home. You know, you just don't know because some people are just waiting on a moment to let loose. Uh, so let me back.
2: go ahead. Let me let me ask you something, because no, 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 because you, you got real something. rage. No, no, I don't have road Rage. Mm. So I, I, I didn't realize that that's what that's caused. Because I, I always struggle with, why do people honk the horn as soon as the light changes? So, like, you're sitting there at a light. Okay, you pull to the light. The light's red. The light turns green. Two seconds later, if you don't accelerate right away, people are on their horn. So what is that? Like Bro,
1: It's so crazy. We My husband and I, we were just out driving around, literally... You had like this white truck coming from one side of the uh of the light and then there was this car he was trying to he was trying to get through the intersection, but he was going slow and we could see his tire was flat and the lady that was coming from the opposite direction she was so mad that she couldn't turn and she's blowing the horn and cussing him out and I look at my husband and I was like, this bothers me so much. I just want to get out of the car like and throw something at her truck like He can't go any faster. His tire is blown on the uh, front driver's side. So he was trying to creep to make sure he didn't mess his rim up, you know, and get to the side of the road. But she didn't care. She did not care. I'm like, come on, man. Five seconds is not going to stop you from getting anywhere. You know, like, come on. But it's, it's just people are like that, man. They're impatient. I don't know. I think their license should be revoked sometime. I mean, I think, it, I think it's only two reasons why you should act a donkey in traffic. And that's if you're trying to get somebody to the hospital, you know, or you feel like you're about to, like, trying to get over to the road because you, you don't feel very well. You know, then you, yeah, we get it. But that's a form of mental health uh, right there. Like, when you feel validated with snapping on a stranger.
2: Okay. <sighs> you, know, you know, something else is always uh, taking people to a depressed state. Unfortunately, uh, mm-hmm. social media. Um, Ugh, you brought Lord. you brought you brought up um, Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian and mm-hmm. you know some other names. Mm-hmm. Listen, I know a lot of women who strive, and they look at a lot of these celebrities, a lot of these entertainers, athletes, mm-hmm. um, actors, and actresses each and every day. And mm-hmm. of course, because social media always paints this picture mm-hmm. of these perfect world, because that's all we ever post. Is this perfect world. I'm out here. I'm in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I'm living my best life. And, you know, mm-hmm. our culture with this uh, showing money on the gram and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Lord mm-hmm. help us. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think that's a mental health issue, too, as well. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get that you're successful. If you're successful, why do you have to show that you have money? Like, everybody already knows you're worth all these millions. Why do you have to have all Let's this say, well, money said, rolling you down it, you your said arm? It, you
1: said it, it's self-esteem. It's, it's self esteem, and I and it, a lot of these artists, and uh, I think even Kendrick was talking about that on his on his latest album, where he's like, you know, right. did all did all this, bought all this, I'm in debt over here, or this don't even make no sense. And it, and yeah, people are doing it because they do not feel valued. So I feel like I got to go surround myself with things or put all this on so that other people see value in me. And the sad part is. Uh, What happens when you don't have that or you lose that or you get robbed or, you know what I'm saying? Or it's repossessed. And it's like now there goes your value. You know what I mean? And now you're back into depression. And it's like it's super important that you work on uh, learning your true, true value. And we were just talking about how God loves you. God wants you. uh, You're perfect already. Like you do not have to go and try to prove anything to anybody concerning your worth or your value you know if you want to add if you like being flossy that's fine but just know that all that don't make you who you are you know like the cars, clothes, the houses that doesn't make you who you are at all you are somebody without all that so you're just trying to buy some friends and mm-mm, don't
2: do that We got go when we come back from break I, we gonna give them tips oh, listen bro. Jesus and therapy right here on The Fix today. Shouts out to Preston Perry. We're talking mental health. Well, we got to go to break. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM channel 154. Holy culture radio. DJ focus and dice (laughs) gamble. And this is the saddest part of the show. Lord help me.
1: (laughs) It always is. We got to go. We got to go. But it's been a great show. We've been talking about mental health. You know, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we wanted to make sure we touched on some um, some things, you know, some things we we need to chat about. This as a family. You know, we all live here on this planet together. We all have to learn ways to get along. And so right before we were going to break, I was going to run through these tips. So now that we're back, I'm going to run through them. And they are at uh, IamSecond.com. So if you guys you know, shoot on over there. They did a great blog post on things that can help you with your uh, mental uh, health challenges. Kind of help you help to walk you through some of the challenges that you may have. So, number one, be assertive, communicate, tell your loved ones that you need to take a break and recharge. I thought that was a great one. That's one of the things we don't do. We, a lot of times we just keep it all on the inside and we're just trying to deal with it and we we're trying to deal with it on our own. But you know, open up tell somebody I need a break. Can you watch the kids for me? Can you, can I take a day off? You know, can I leave early? Like, or can I just have a quiet day? You know, can you handle all the house stuff? There's nothing wrong with uh, talking to people about that. Okay. Two, be careful with untrue thoughts. Yeah. You got to analyze And what is what I'm thinking true? Did it really happen? Is it really so, or am I making it up? Like maybe I don't know why a person, has ghosted me, or why they're not talking to me, and now you're creating this scenario in your head, like, oh, it's probably because I said this, or probably because I did that. Listen, if you don't know what's going on, just don't know what's going on. Just be like, man, next time I'll catch up with this person and 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 kind of see where our disconnect uh, is or what happened. You know, number three, don't overconsume substances. We all know caffeine, alcohol, drugs, TV, whatever it is. You know, kind of try to balance and monitor your time I'm not going to go through all these but emotions thoughts and behaviors like pay attention to when you are having your mood swings it's okay to be moody it's a lot of moody people out there on earth but see you know pay attention to when you're moody like and see if you have any triggers you know see if there are things that are are triggering your mood you know like is it just it's winter you're hungry you know you're tired you're angry you know kind of see if this if you if it's like man no it's none of those it's like something's happening here, I'm just kind of having this mood swing, you know, pay attention to that. And then you can talk to your health professional, for sure. You always want to tap in with a doctor or, or a therapist or a counselor. Uh, prayer. We talk about prayer all the time here on the show. Like that thing will help get you through right there, but also couple it with socializing, you know, your spirituality, your faith. If you need sunlight, exercise, if you need to change your diet. And I know some of y'all out here, like y'all eat this food and then you, you get an attitude, it's good, but then you turn mean, you know, for some reason, like, listen, if you don't eat it, don't you eat it, maybe it has too much sugar in it, and then it sends you spiraling down. There's some things we can change, like the power is in your hands, you are not helpless, you are empowered to seek some, some counseling, some, uh, some therapy, some uh, friends, friends out there who are willing to help you through any, any mental health challenge, that you have going on you never have to stay stuck like you guys we care about y'all we care about your mental health we are constantly working on our mental health and mental health is just a part of health so it's it's not separate it all works together so add that on in there Go
2: no ahead. that's real we, we definitely appreciate those tips. I'm a I'm gonna throw some Bible on it uh I'll real quick before Bible. we get put out some of that word dice. On it then. Uh, just a just a few scriptures. Um uh, maybe one uh scripture uh, and I think that's where we always need to go back to. We need to go oh, yeah. to prayer, we need to go to scripture. Yeah. We yeah. know that's how we fight our battles. Uh, maybe one for depression, uh, second Corinthians one, three through four praise be to the God, the father of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the father of compassion Mm -hmm. and the God of all comfort who comforts us all in our troubles Mm -hmm. so that we can, um, be comfort, uh, those in any trouble or comfort those ourselves to receive from God, the Mm -hmm. blessings of God and his comfort in that, um, maybe one for anxiety. Let's go to John 14, 27 Mm -hmm. pieces of what I live within you in jesus christ in my own peace that i will give to you i do not give it as the world does but i do give it to you as the lord jesus christ to be afraid of nothing in this world mm-hmm. um so yeah just want to give you guys some scriptures uh galatians 1 10 is a good scripture too as well uh definitely have you guys re- let you read it for yourself uh first john 1 and 9 too as well um so yeah let's, let's just make sure we always go back to the scriptures um, that, you know, that was something powerful that I realized when I really started to walk this walk, I needed mm-hmm. scriptures to back mm-hmm. up the things I was going through. So when I got in those little places, like, all right, wait, well, hold on. No, no, let me go back. God told me this and I believe it and I trust mm-hmm. in it. So that's where our faith is. That's where our existence is. Our identity is found in Christ. We need to, you know, we all need reality checks on that. Myself included. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I have to check myself sometimes with social media or uh, yeah. a business deal that I'm doing and making sure that I'm not operating in my flesh, but I'm yeah. moved by the spirit of God and that God is, has his hand on it. Cause once again, mm-hmm. if, God, if God is not a part of it, he ain't got his hand on it. I don't want it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: Take it back. No, no, because I so, so that's life lessons. Life lessons have taught me that. Don't get it twisted. I was yeah. I was never that way. I was always ambitious and I was just going out and getting stuff that I felt like I wanted. But right. no, at this place in my life, I want the blessing of God to be on it. <laughs>
1: that's good. That's so good. That's so good. Um you were you were giving those scriptures a minute ago and I know in uh the book of Psalm. Yeah, it's uh Psalm thirty four. And fourteen, uh, seek peace and pursue it. I love that scripture right there about seeking peace. But that second part, though, is pursue it. So it's like it's, it's peace is not going to come knocking on your door. Like that's not how that works. Like you have to really be adamant about going to get your peace. You know, whatever whatever it is that brings you peace. So um, just know you're going to have to keep striving after that after that peace. Yes. and uh and all that so <laughs>
2: Listen, we appreciate our uh, guest today, Ayana Johnson. Make sure you go yeah. follow her, ayannajohnson.com. Follow her. She's a mental health therapist. Mm-hmm. She has a, a great event coming up too as well. So support her. Mm. Um, we want to continue to support uh, the body when we're doing things like this. So yeah, definitely go follow her on all our social media platforms. Thank you for the great interview queen um, and you sharing your faith story and everything mm-hmm. that you have overcome. She has a powerful, powerful testimony mm-hmm. of just overcoming depression, Uh self-esteem issues and a lot of stuff that we talked about today too as well mm-hmm. so listen if you're just getting here right now push that mm-hmm. rewind button stop <laughs> playing with us don't do that to us you know what i'm saying put your rewind button show over.
1: yes <laughs> and you guys make sure you hang uh hang around for uh rain of day
2: yes yes listen everybody I- i'm sick of it listen uh, yeah i'm uh, Y'all gonna make me uh <laughs> get my mental health all up my my blood pressure you know what I'm saying? Rain of Day is up next. <laughs> after that, we got the general uh with core solutions. Uh, come on down. uh core link. Uh core coming up. Yes, yes. Listen, listen, we got what it Be's like after uh on, Then we got Waito Radio. Stop come playing. On. Keep like, it locked on keep Channel One fifty four all day. Every all day. day. <laughs>
1: all day every day it's nothing but heat heat after heat after heat fire after fire man make sure you guys like and share uh please please spread the word we need your support we really want to try to get the word out there about uh holy culture sirius xm channel 154 and definitely the fix radio so um yeah yeah and keep us in prayer too like you know Come on, man. One day we're going to drop that cash app. We're going to drop these cash
2: apps. Listen, I've been been trying to say, you know, I don't want them to call, you know, say we ain't saved no more. I I feel like that app ain't hitting like it's supposed (laughs) to.
1: No, I'm just saying. But yeah, please like, like, share. That's the best way to help us get, get the word out there that we here. Is to just tell somebody else if you could,
2: please absolutely make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at the fix radio show that's d-a-f-i-x-x radio show uh, on all platforms listen remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive jesus is the answer kingdom advancement the fix is in we out
1: peace